0: What's up? What's up? Guys, welcome back to the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Kenna. And guys, yeah, it's been a while since I filmed a podcast or since I recorded one. And honestly, I've been going through a lot of shit. I've been traveling a little bit, visiting some family. But more than anything, I've been struggling a little bit mentally. And that's just me being honest. But here's the thing. We all struggle. We all go through hardship and pain. And I never stopped doing the things consistently on a day-by-day basis that make me better. So I haven't lost any progress. I haven't lost any traction or momentum. And now I'm back and feeling good and I'm ready to share some value with you guys because I want to be back into this recording a podcast at least once a week so that I can have a greater impact and share my story and share my experience to be able to help at least one person because that's the mission of this podcast the mission of the powerhouse mentality and my mission as a human is to just be able to help at least one person realize that they are limitless and that's what this next story is all about so the title of this episode is when i hit rock bottom or defining moments something of that nature not really entirely sure what i'm naming it at the moment but It's going to be talking about the moment that I hit rock bottom and how I was able to get out of that and what I learned from that experience. Because at the end of the day, we all will hit rock bottom at one point in our life. But the best part about hitting rock bottom is that there's nowhere to go but up. Now, I talk about defining moments a lot, and I've been talking about them more on my social medias, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on Facebook, or if you're in my private Facebook group, then you know that we've been talking about defining moments because it's something that completely shifts our mindset. Now, what exactly is a defining moment? And I like to talk about them in the sense of it's a moment in your life where it kind of creates a separation and you only know times before that moment and then times after it. It's a complete shift in your mindset, usually for the better, to help you change something, shift something, to take a new journey to become the ideal version of you. And we all experience these defining moments and usually they're moments that we will never forget. So I want you to close your eyes. I want you to visualize a moment in time that sounds like this for you. Because in my head, I have three defining moments, and I've already covered one of them on this podcast, and I'll link the episode of the first defining moment in the show notes because the number is escaping me right now. But in that defining moment, I spoke about how I stepped on the scale at the eating disorder clinic for the first time when I had absolutely no idea that I had a problem. When I stepped on that scale, I was 89 pounds, I'm 5'6", so you can kind of guess the shock that I felt. And it was one of those moments where everything shifted and I realized that I had to make a choice. And in these defining moments, we are faced with a decision that we have to make. We either let those moments define us or we define that moment. And a lot of times when we are faced with this decision, we have so much riding on it Because one decision is going to take us one way and the other one is going to shift everything. This moment changes your life. That is why these moments are so important. And that's why I want to specifically cover this second defining moment of my journey because this is when I truly hit rock bottom. And like I said before, hitting rock bottom... It sucks. But it shows you that you're stronger than you ever could have believed and that you are capable of so much more. And we all need to be hit and we need to be thrown onto the floor to be able to realize what we are capable of. Because we, when we can fight, fight with everything that we have to get out of that rock bottom and climb that ladder and start gaining that momentum, then that's when we truly become successful and grow and achieve greatness. So let's get into my second defining moment. So I'll give you a little bit of context. In that first defining moment when I stepped on the scale at that eating disorder clinic, and I was 89 pounds, it was 2013, I was in my freshman year of college, and in my head, that was rock bottom, but it wasn't. Now, between this time Between my first defining moment back in 2013 and then we'll fast forward to 2016 when this next moment happened when I hit rock bottom officially. Between this time, I found bodybuilding, I fell in love with weight training, and I fell in love with the concept of being able to lift fucking heavy and be strong and not skinny and weak and doing cardio all the time like I was before. And this gave me so much confidence i got my certified personal training license i went ahead and i started being a trainer in a local gym and i did that for about a year and then i took a little bit of time off to really focus on finishing out my bachelor's degree and in this time i also switched my major over from criminal justice to health promotions health sciences and nutrition because I was so obsessed with learning more and more about the anatomy, the biology, the kinesiology, and, and all about nutrition and learning how it affects the body and being able to help people get out of the state that I was in, where I was so unhealthy and so weak and had absolutely no concept of you know, the basics of nutrition, like tracking your calories and, and being able to fuel your body enough with carbs and fats, but also focusing on protein intake and. And the importance of resistance training. I never knew any of that until I started to really go to school for it, go ahead and research it on my own, and get tons of certifications. So, right now, I got um, a certified personal training certification, I have a pre and postnatal certification, TRX, I have a couple of nutrition certifications, and now my bachelor's because I became so obsessed with learning as much as possible about the things that I knew nothing about prior when I was really sick with my eating disorder. And you know, during this time, like I said, I fell in love with weight training. And unfortunately, I fell into bodybuilding and competing. And I say, unfortunately, it's a beautiful thing. It's an amazing, amazing thing to be on a bodybuilding stage and be able to show off your hard work and push yourself to the limits like that. But for me, it was almost a way for me to shift my eating disorder into a bodybuilder because hey, I'm I'm competing as a bodybuilder. So, I have to starve myself. I have to be in a calorie restricted state. I have to do all this cardio. When in all reality, I knew right I knew that it was just another way for me to use my eating disorder and kind of fall back in old habits. And this is when I started to really lose control and it all goes into one area for me. A lot of people, when they get stressed, they go to alcohol, they go to drugs, they go to overeating for me, when I get extremely stressed, which I was finishing off that last year in college, making sure that I earned all of my credits to get my degree. I was so stressed. There was a lot going on at home and I fell back into old habits. I started getting addicted to exercise. I would spend three or four hours at the gym, weight training, two hours on the Stairmaster, crazy ass circuits, stupid stuff that didn't even make sense, just in a way for me to burn more, more and more calories. And as I burned more calories, I was restricting more. And I got to the point where I remember I was sitting on the MTA bus one day and I was afraid to eat an apple because... has too much sugar, which of course is bullshit. But in my head, I had no control. I had absolutely no control. But here's the thing. It was different from what happened to me originally with my eating disorder. This relapse, I was completely aware of what was happening the entire time. But I felt like I was just completely out of control like I was losing control and I kept going down this slippery slope I would increase my workouts a little bit add a little bit here I would take away a little bit of food there subtract that carbs you know switch from having regular peanut butter to having powdered peanut butter because regular peanut butter has too many calories in my head and it was just like one step at a time I started to slip and then there was one day where, God, I really thought I had lost it all. I woke up that morning. It was a cold, cold winter morning in New York City uh, where I lived right outside the city in a place called Rockaway Beach. Every morning, I was in the routine as I would wake up at 4.15 a.m. I would catch the 4.30 a.m. Q35 bus that took me to the Brooklyn Junction. I'd get off at the last stop and I would go work out at the gym that opened at 5 a.m. I was there as soon as it opened, and I would work out for three or four hours. Some days I would even miss my college class because I needed to do that workout. I needed to burn as many calories as possible, and that was the only thing that mattered to me at that point. That's when I realized I really was out of control. But that morning I woke up, and I remember it so distinctly because the night before, I went to bed with such a bad pain in my chest that honestly, I didn't think I was going to make it through the night. I thought I was just going to die in my sleep because I knew that I was pushing my body too hard and I knew I wasn't giving my body the calories it needed, but I I felt like I I couldn't do anything about it. I literally felt like I wasn't in control of my own situation. So I took the bus that morning and I remember... I was exhausted, and this wasn't new. Obviously, it's 4.30 in the morning, but when you're starving yourself to that extent and you're pushing your body so hard and not fueling it properly and just killing it, when you're truly killing yourself like that, the physical exhaustion that you feel is is undescribable. You can barely pick your body up to even get out of bed, to even get out of a seat. Walking around, you feel like you're going to pass out constantly. So I sat on the bus that morning. And I literally don't remember anything about that bus ride because I knocked out, completely knocked out. And the next thing that I remember is being woken up by this bus driver who was just shaking me. We were at the last stop and that's fine because that's where I was getting off anyway. And I was the only one left on the bus. Like nobody, I didn't even see anybody that's how knocked out I was. And this bus driver shakes me awake and goes, shit, I thought you were dead. And I was just like, oh, you, oh sorry. Like, you know, I was kind of shaken up. I got off the bus and I remember I stood in front of the target because there's a target that the bus drives you off in front of and right across the street is where the gym's at. I looked at my uh, my phone. It was about Five fifteen ish so you know the bus was running a little bit behind but also I was knocked out so the gym had already opened I saw the lights on and everything but I just stood there in front of that target and in my head you know I said sorry to the bus driver but the only thing that I was thinking is that I wish I were dead because then then it would all stop the pain would stop the struggle would stop I was so exhausted and nothing can describe how helpless I felt in that moment. The bus pulled away. I was, I was out there alone. And I just broke down crying. And I realized that I had a choice to make right then and there. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how I was going to get out of this position. I, I mean, I was, I was on the streets of Brooklyn just fucking crying hysterically because... I just wanted to die so bad, but I also wanted to fight. And it was like these contradicting thoughts. Like, what are you going to do, Caitlin? What are you going to do? Are you going to let this thing fucking end you? Are you going to lose your life to this disorder? Or are you going to get up and are you going to dust yourself off and you're going to start moving forward and start acting like you're strong enough to do this? In that moment... I made a choice and I chose life, you know, and I talk about this a lot, how there are going to be a lot of defining moments in your life that you remember, but these moments when you hit rock bottom, it's usually a choice between life or death. And that was how I felt. And I chose life. I had, like I said, I had no idea how I was going to do this, but I knew that I needed to reach out for help and I knew that I needed to share what I was feeling. So I went home, I didn't go to the gym that morning and I told my mom that I had, I had relapsed. And when I was finally able to say those words out loud, it made me realize that I have more control than I ever thought. So I took it one day at a time And one day at a time, no matter how difficult it was, I started to get better. Not just physically, but mentally. I started to become stronger, and I started to realize that I'm capable of so much. And this moment truly taught me that no matter how low you feel, no matter how helpless and out of control you feel, You are always in control of your thoughts. Your thoughts are created by you. You're in control of them. And you have control over your attitude, your effort, and your actions. And actions cure everything. And in that moment, I took action. And I focused on one day at a time And over time, doing the right things consistently got me better. I became stronger. I gained momentum. I built discipline. I built confidence. I earned it. And now I'm sitting here today talking to you guys, stronger than I've ever been in my entire life, a better athlete than I've ever been in my entire life, focusing on CrossFit, focusing on doing Crazy competitions and trying to push my body to the limit and eating more food than I've ever eaten in my entire life and feeling incredible, but more than anything, more disciplined than I've ever been before. Not just with my workouts, not just with my work and my ability to become better every day, but with my thoughts and my attitude towards my disorder. Because, you know, if you have an eating disorder, you know that. Even though you recover, there are still days where you struggle. But on the days where I struggle, I take a step back and I realize that I'm in in control. I'm in control. Not those bullshit thoughts. I'm in control. And I want you to remember that with whatever you're struggling with. Because we're all struggling with something. We all have some sort of pain or hardship that we go through in life. And a lot of the times... That struggle comes from us focusing too much on the things that are completely out of our control. Focus on what you can control. And I'll repeat it. Your attitude, your effort, and your actions. You are in complete control of those things. And one day at a time, you focus on winning. One day at a time. And I promise you, you'll get to where you want to go. You just got to put in that work, and you got to stay consistent, and you got to believe in yourself. But guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this story, and I hope that it helped you realize that you can control the outcome. You really can. So take responsibility, take ownership, and take control of your life, and execute every day. Guys, if you found any value from this podcast, if you learned something, if it taught you something, if you feel like you know somebody who needs to listen to this, share this podcast. Share it with one person. That's all that I ask because, you know, I'll never do ads here. I'll never do that. I don't even know how to do that. So this is all raw. This is just me sharing my experience, sharing my story with you guys. And hoping that somebody listens and hoping that at least one person can walk away from this episode or this podcast as a whole and realize that they're limitless. Because we all are. We just got to go out and earn it.